Hi, I'm Daryl Cagle, and this is the Cagle Cast, where we're all about political cartoons. Today is our Vladimir Putin Part 2 Cagle Cast, and we have four great cartoonists joining me, and all of them are syndicated to newspapers all around the world by Cagle Cartoons. Gentlemen, it's very nice to see you. Hey, Daryl. Nice to see you. Hey, our first cartoonist today is Yos Kolingyung, and this is one of Yos's excellent cartoons. Yos is coming to us from Holland, and he studied international law and worked as a journalist until he decided to become an editorial cartoonist. Since 1982, Yos's cartoons are published in Dutch in Die Volkskrani. Yos has won tons of awards, including the Grand Prix at the European Press Cartoon in Brussels. Thanks for being here, Yos. Thanks for having me. Our next cartoonist is Joop Bertrams, who also comes to us from Holland. Joop works for the Ihuna Amschelaga newspaper in Amsterdam, <laughs> which has nothing to do with the Green Party, and he works with a bunch of other Dutch papers. Thanks for joining us, Joop. Great. Thank you for having me. Okay. Our next cartoonist is Adam Ziglis, who comes to us from Buffalo, New York. He draws for the Buffalo News. Adam's won the Pulitzer Prize, and he's won a bunch of other prizes, and we're delighted to have you here, Adam. Happy to be here. It's great to meet some of my international colleagues. I admire their work so much. Good to connect the face to the work. <laughs> and we have Taylor Jones. Taylor, this is one of yours, Putin's Evolution. I think you're just brilliant and uh, delighted to have you here. I have three of your cartoons hanging in my living room. You draw for the Hoover Digest at Stanford University, and you're a staff cartoonist for many years for the El Nuevo Dia newspaper in Puerto Rico, and you drew for many years for U.S. News and World Report magazine, and you've won a ton of awards, too. All of you guys, a ton of awards. No, I, only, thing, only award I've won is a special award from the Gong Show back in the 1970s. And I well, wasn't even on the gun. <laughs> well, well, we'll make note of that. Gentlemen, it's very nice to see you all here. Thank you. Good And Adam, this is one of your cartoons, and I think it's a, a great one. He's running in the hamster forever wheel. Wonderful cartoon. A year after the start of the war in Ukraine. Thank you. It's, it's a challenge sometimes to tackle a topic that you cover so often and you want to sometimes stay a similar thing. So coming up with fresh metaphors to capture sort of a feeling or a vibe um, can be a challenge. I'm a fan of juxtaposition with size and contrast and, and scale and things like that. And cartoons with few words that my international colleagues also enjoy. One thing that is so nice about Putin is that all the cartoonists have drawn so many Putin drawings and... Uh, well, he's been around for how long now? <laughs> well, I'm emphasizing the recent ones, and we had so many to choose from, and it's just great. So we're going to start off with you, Yos. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us what's going on in this thing. It's written in Dutch. This is a, this is a, a little older. Uh, this is from, uh, I think, 2014. It was even before I met you guys. It's... Uh, it, it's the, you know, these little girls everywhere in the world, I guess, have these little po poetry albums. And when they give them to Prince, they get uh, little uh, poems back written in it and some, some images to stick them in. And the images look like this. And the, the poetry above, you know it all in English as well. It goes, uh, roses are red, violets are blue, five fingers have I, the middle one for you. <laughs> but, 
That's good. That's also, fun. See, you, know? you can, can kind of, so you know, it, right. people Adam was talking. Adam was talking about contrasts, and, and the contrast here for me was the nice thing to, to have a, a cruel man who is killing his opponents and, and, and depict him like this and, and uh, have a little nursery rhyme above. So that gave to me a contrast that I was very satisfied with. Uh, Joost, you've also taught me uh, five words in Dutch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and, and they were? Well, the, the Rosen, Rosen, Zin, Rood. Roses. And the Rosen, Zin, Blue. Blue. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Roses are rood. Blau. Wow. Ik heb vijf vingers en de middelste is voor jou. Oké, Joost, this one's in Dutch too. Tell us what this one says. Yeah, this was well, from 2015. And you all know uh, Boris Nemtsov. He was killed in front of the Kremlin. And uh, nobody knew who did it. Actually, we all knew who did it. It was, of course, Putin. But Putin, uh, or the, the Russians, had, had several uh, explanations for the killing of Boris Nemtsov. And I drew them here all. But they all have the face of Putin, as you see. So who killed Boris Nemtsov, it says, uh, the Muslims did, the West did it, the East did it, the North did it, the South did it, uh, the Midgets did it, or uh, a friend, a photo model did it, or his wife. But you see everywhere the same face, everyone knew who really was it. And it was nice, this cartoon made a... a, a made it all over Eastern Europe. Uh, I had a site in those days and I could see on that site where people had looked at it. And it was all over Russia and all over from Finland to the Krim. Uh, it was a huge success. So I was very proud with this one. And it said something that most people uh, liked to have said. Uh, well, I should say you've got lovely little Putin drawings f as each of these yeah. uh, possible killers in this cartoon, and it's a wonderful, funny cartoon. I have to uh, describe the cartoons because a lot of our listeners are getting an audio-only podcast and can't see the images. So uh, as I go through them, you just got to sit through my descriptions. And when they're in Dutch, we got to sit through your descriptions. Or they can, <laughs> it's okay. they can go to YouTube.com or Apple Podcasts <laughs> or Kegel.com or Kegelcast.com. They can get the video podcast or subscribe wherever you're seeing this podcast. Here's this. I thought this cartoon was just great. Wordless cartoon. What? You've got Xi Jinping uh, curling. Putin is pushing his... It is curling, yeah. Putin's yeah. Pushing his, Putin is pushing his curling bomb uh, as... as uh, Xi Jinping is doing the, the sweeping in front of it. This is a wonderful cartoon. He's sweeping yeah, the bomb well, toward it, Ukraine. At the time, we thought uh, he, was, he was paving the way for Putin's aggression, but we actually, we still don't know if that's the case. Nobody knows where China stands in this, uh, in this conflict, and they leave it like that. So I think they're going to stand, they yeah, stand anywhere that uh, they can get the most out of it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. This one I think is fun. You've got the world queuing up the Zelensky cue ball to knock the Putin eight ball into the corner pocket. That's it. I guess you said it all. <laughs> That's a great metaphor. I love no words. The caricature of Putin is wonderful. 
going back to even the the one with his face on all the different characters, you just you have him yeah. reduced to the eyes and the nose. You know, all you no. need yeah. the eyes and the nose, right. and you know it's him. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I get a little bit in trouble the moment I have to draw his mouth. <laughs> it's easy for me. This nose, it covers everything. <laughs> well, you know, he used oh. to have a very different face. He's He's gotten puffy and round lately. He looks more yeah, like yeah, a, no. a little yeah, cartoon yeah, elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the past, he yeah, had I... this very Bond villain face with the, no. the harsh yeah. uh, uh, cheeks and the the mouth that looked very yeah. evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard that he's on a lot of steroids. Chin as well. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. I've heard that he's on a lot of steroids. Uh, to make it him, probably to make is, him puffy. Uh, yeah. No, no, but, 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 but that's what happened. <laughs> Why would he be For on me, a bunch like of steroids? I've heard his health isn't, you know, despite the virility that he likes to show the world, that he's got some serious health problems. And again, this is just things up I've read. It's all probably medical speculation. But it has been speculated that that he's taking steroids or something else that is making his face pouch out, get you know, get kind of orangutanish. Yeah, yeah. You know, he and I are the it, same age, so uh, uh, so I can understand. <laughs> small world. Yeah, it I'll, certainly I'll, looks uh, like. Yo, so I like the. I really like your pool, your pool player too. I just like the. I just like the way he. That, that's you've got the really well yeah. done. So you, we've Thank got this you. crazy Thank Russian you. Orthodox Church that is so <laughs> pro-war and so much in Putin's pocket. And uh, I notice a, a lot more cartoons about the crazy church, both in Russia and in Ukraine, uh, from the international cartoonists. The American cartoonists don't seem to draw this at all, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. And, it, and it seems like a major issue and thing that's going on there that uh, is seen internationally and just not seen here. Yeah. So here you've got the crazy Russian church uh, on Easter resurrecting the Moksva the warship that Ukraine sank and it was a wonderful Easter cartoon, a resurrection cartoon. But, but, but how, how why is that, uh, Daryl, uh, that in America, there are less drawings about church and churches and, and church spiritual leaders like this? I, I try to do that. I, I, I should say that's probably generally true. We, we don't get as many cartoons printed about religion. Um, unless it's a it's holiday a cartoon. My paper historically had been sensitive to criticizing the Catholic Church because of our demographic and our readership. This is it's not the case in the last 10 years I've been allowed to do so more. I don't, I don't feel like my coverage I'm reading from of Russia and Ukraine, I don't think a lot of the coverage I'm reading focuses on the church. And so that could be it too. Yeah, we don't get it in the news coverage either. Yeah. Because Daryl mentioned it, the crazy church, so you can easily say it, but you don't draw it very often. Well, it's always a sensitive, to it's always a sensitive topic here. And, um, uh, and you know, editors are always worried about subscriptions being canceled. And some yeah, of the first yeah. to do that are those who are offended whenever anything touches on religion in their view in, neg in a negative way. You know, you've got some cartoons oh. here that depict crucifixions as well. And uh, yeah. American cartoonists do that once in a while. I've done some. And I notice in the stats that every time there's a crucifixion in a cartoon, the cartoon just doesn't get reprinted. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. much as we want to draw well, crucifixions, as much as we want to draw blood and Nazis and <laughs> Ku Klux Klan, none of those things get reprinted. The editors just don't print them. Um, we, yeah. we draw them for ourselves. Perhaps to the artist's well, it, credit, 
Uh, it's not like they draw any less of these. They just don't get printed. Yeah, well, there must be some differences between uh, the, the subjects uh, that American cartoons take and, and draw and the European. Pat Bagley once told me that he has to submit all the ideas he has to the editors before he starts drawing. And that's, well, that's not done in the Netherlands. That's quite a difference. And that makes him perhaps, although you don't notice it with his cartoons, he's so unbelievably skilled, that makes his position different from our position in the Netherlands, for instance. A lot of cartoonists suffer from that. Do you have to do that, Adam? Uh, I basically, I give, um, I, I like around midday, I send my sketches I'm considering to different people, including my editor to get their feedback. But I ultimately pick the one that I'm going with. They want a heads up on the sketch. So they're not blindsided. So there is some, I don't just draw to completion and then submit it without them seeing it. I will give them the sketch, um, before I start inking so that they just know what it is. And every couple of okay. years they will say, wait a second, this, um, this visual might be too offensive. Um, but generally speaking, that doesn't happen a lot. So they just, they, they, they don't pick and choose. I've heard of some cartoonists will give them options. That's a terrible situation where then the editor's like, you've got to use this one. Quay Bennett for years said he would, yeah, he yeah, would have yeah, to do yeah. that. And like, he kind of would be strategic about which ones he would show them just so yeah. he would get the one he wanted in the paper. That, yeah, that, I, that happened a lot doing draw, drawing cartoons for El Nuevo Dia in Puerto Rico. Mm. And I had to, I, you know, I speak Spanish to some degree. I'm certainly not fluent, but I dealt with an editor who was uh, very proud of making sure to, to deal with me in Spanish. Only English would be absolutely had to, although he spoke English. But I had to come up with any, at least three and sometimes five or six ideas. And I would do my best at the same thing to try to couch him in a way that he would choose the one I wanted. And sometimes he's really <laughs> annoyed when he did. That's funny. Okay. But, um, that's, that's completely unknown in the Netherlands. Yeah. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, the, the, the people who write columns in the Netherlands, if, uh, in America, do they get the same treatment? Do they have to and tell the Josh, advance what they May I interrupt you? Because yeah. I'm from Holland and uh, I work on, on in, in weekends and on Sunday and Monday, I work for the uh, Honor Amsterdam and other uh, papers as well. And I sent uh, three sketches or so to the uh, opponent and they chose one and the other one I could use for the other one. So I, I, I do uh, propose, do a propose to the corner and if they choose, oh, okay. uh, they choose one and I know Willem for, uh, I think, uh, for Canard, uh, for, for Johnny Hebdo, also makes three uh, uh, sketches for Johnny uh, Hebdo, or three drawings as well. It's not so Johnny Hebdo's. Are they, because well, it no, gives I you some, some, some convenience that you, oh, you I never can knew. work on, uh, on, on, a, on, a, on a sketch and on a drawing. Which which is uh, go in the right direction, and it's always your own uh, sketch. Yeah, um, yeah, but oh well. Uh, I'm sorry, I did not know that. A Daryl went to the I didn't done. do it before, but but uh, nowadays uh, it's much easier for me. Oh no, Yos, I wanted to add one thing. I just it it um, I love your I love your sketch of the Metropolitan 
in that that cartoon. It's just it's a beautiful a beautiful rendering uh, of the Russian Orthodox. The Metro- they're called Metropolitans, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is a wonderful yeah, cartoon, okay. Yos. Uh, the the big Russian military parade, but it's really the the gas pipelines that are that are their weapons. Wonderful cartoon. Yeah. Well, they had this year. They had one tank in the parade, so I thought uh, this is an old one from last year. Well, it might have been this year too. A better idea to point at the the real weapons they have, which are the oil and the gas, of course. Of course. And here you have Picasso's Guernica plopping down on top of Putin. Uh, reality comes to land on his back and what does this say no it's no well it's it's more i don't know if it was in america like that but we had in holland a lot of people or or some people who glued themselves to paintings or to even to a table in a in a talk show uh as a way of protesting against i don't even remember the, the environment or something like that and uh, it was on a daily basis in the papers that people had done that with pictures. So then I thought, well, I know another example. Why not? Picasso's Guernica, who was the, which was made in Spain uh, against the fascists and, and the bombing of the town of Guernica. Why not lose, let this painting lose, it, lose itself to Putin? Because that would make a protest that would be as valuable as uh, the other protests we saw day to day on our uh, television. It's a painting that Putin so, uh, should, that's why, uh, should wear all the time. Yeah, well, I guess so. That would be best. Excellent cartoon. Uh, here you've got uh, a Darth Vader-ish uh, Z soldier looking over uh, a heap of debris at... Uh, I guess this is an uncaring German saying one more for the road. Yeah, well, it is. this one was about Heineken, the beer you also know. Uh-huh. And Heineken had promised with a lot of, lot of other companies to leave the UK when Russia started its aggression. But the, after a year, uh, it became clear that Heineken hadn't left at all and even had expanded his business in the in uh, in, uh, in uh, Russia, so there was a, a big fuss about it, and then uh, Heineken said, "Well, well, we'll go, we'll go." And then I made this cartoon uh, with uh, one more for the road. Very good. Now this is one that I debated putting oh, in yeah. here because I think I'll have to cut it out. But this is a hilarious cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, this is the That's what we were talking. This is the what we were talking about. Yes, and you know we're we're trying to convince um, some of our syndication clients to run our our podcast on their sites with the tutorial cartoons. And um, if we put this in there, I think they are they might object to this. Uh, but this is a wonderful cartoon. And uh, well, that's that's shouldn't a cartoon be some be wonderful? And should a cartoon be something to laugh about? There you have it. Why? Why? Makes it memorable. Why, why not print this? Okay, so you know the the Pussy Riot is the the Russian uh, all women uh, rock group that was uh, protesting the government and was persecuted by the government there. They're lifting up the 
pants of this Russian Orthodox church leader that we don't get many cartoons about here in America and Putin and displaying their very tiny private parts, which just strikes me really funny. Um, and I love this cartoon and we would not get a single paper to reprint this cartoon. <laughs> no, but in the, on the, on the whole, uh, in America, European cartoons aren't sold by you. You can't sell them. Well, they don't sell very well, but by the same token, American cartoons don't sell very well in Europe. Well, they used to, they used to. In the times of Pat Oliphant and McNally, they were often reprinted in our papers. That was 50 years ago. Yeah, well, I'm old. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's when I got the idea of becoming a cartoonist. Those were very inspirational I, guys. and. Uh, you know, back in the 70s, lots of American cartoonists were drawing in their style, and it just inspired everybody. But, you know, we've grown yes. since then. We've got everybody drawing in their own style. There's no commonality. There, there used to be editorial cartoonists were criticized for all looking alike, and we certainly don't look alike yeah, now. you're right. Um, you're right, you're right. I remember uh, Pat Oliphant saying uh, there should be someone to take the art over the hills and continue. And uh, if you ask me- And now we're all uh, over the hill. Well, there are some uh, cartoonists uh, in America. I, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, of uh, Pat Bagley, for instance. I mentioned his name. Mm -hmm. I think he is a fighter with a lot of humor and a real political uh, cartoonist. I think he is one of the guys with you who put, uh, the art or the, the trade over the hill. So you here you've got uh, Belarusian president Lukashenko and he's looking decrepit with a cane and he's wearing his, his jockey shorts, which have Putin on his butt with a pipe coming out of Putin's mouth, going into a mask on Lukashenko's face so that he's getting the butt fumes to breathe. And in his mask, all of these people are, are dropping out who are the migrants with his uh, effort to push the migrants into Europe in order to make a political point that he's got to be uh, paid attention to or he'll cause trouble. You've got it labeled Belarusian ICU. And this is just a hilarious image that doesn't stand up well to being described. Um, but uh, uh, tell us a little bit more about this crazy thing that no American paper would print. In brief, you could say that that, that uh, Putin is uh, delivers the the oxygen for for uh, Lukashenko. Uh, if not, he would uh, he wouldn't have survived uh, a few years ago with all those uh, protests in Belarus. And thanks to Putin and his threats, uh, he could survive. And uh, as a result of that. Uh, Lukashenko or Belarus had to accept that lots of, of uh, illegal immigrants passed by uh, Belarus to Poland to embarrass uh, Poland and, and, and Europe as well. And that's what's happening there. It's not a very, let's say, tasteful uh, thing you can see here. It's, it's just uh, they're dirty, dirty work. I appreciate all your dirty work. Uh... The, the French cartoonists say that American cartoonists are prudes uh, because they can draw all these crazy 
nasty things that we can't do, but I should say we aspire to draw those things. We're just uh, frustrated that we can't, and uh, we uh, admire your freedom, which is uh, much like the French, and uh, wish that we could have it as well. So here you've got Putin. He's uh, drinking his flammable booze, and he's got a gas prom flame ready to blow, flaming spittle out of his mouth. Um, yeah. That's a that, wonderful that, cartoon. That was the big threat of, of Putin, of course. He got the gas, he got the gas pipeline, he got the fuel, he got everything you could say to, to uh, blackmail the Western world. But uh, afterwards, it seemed it wasn't so wise to do so. Because it's, it's a very dangerous sport to... to, to uh, how do you... What do we call those? Adam? Fire breather? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> okay. You got uh, Putin on a, on a tank of... On a Stalin-style tank of gas. Recovered heroism. That's a fun cartoon. Big gun. From the style of it. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a war machine, uh, of course, because uh, it's uh, again it, it's, it's it's the gas and then the, the greatness of the former Soviet Union with Stalin, uh, which uh, Putin wants to to, to uh, reinstall. And but uh, nevertheless, it's always uh, a problem. Here you and have this one this. is this is uh, how do you call this in? We have an elephant in 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 the in the porcelain and the, the, the we, we talk about China, a, so. a yeah. yeah bull in a china shop, but here you've yeah, got and, I guess this is a wolf in a china shop. Yes, of course, because the because they 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 are a little bit uh, similar similar yeah. a wolf and a little dog because it's the same uh, Chinese to to say the same. Uh, very sort good. of animal, but big, big Putin wolf in a China shop now, with it, a, the cute little Ukraine dog yes. about to. And until now, trample. everything is fine, but you you can be sure that won't let, uh, take long. That everything will be a big mess and broken as well. There's a another church cartoon that uh, yeah. you. I think you guys just have a very much better perspective on the Ukraine thing by emphasizing the church there so much. Um, we just don't get that here. And uh, Really? Yes. And I think that's, but, but, uh, it's, it's important to have that perspective. I, that's a strength you have that we don't have in our coverage here. Of course, that's a problem. The, with, uh, one of the problems in Russia is that in former days, the, the, the Communist Party, and now it's, it's the Orthodox Church. Mm -hmm. Which is almost the same. It's it's, it's uh, and 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 feasible. And nowadays, Putin, which is uh, was a communist, uh, a real communist, and now is an, an orthodox orthodox uh, preach uh, all now, and uh, everything has to do with him and uh, his power. Yes, so and he, this is uh, one of the things that with. He compares himself with, with God in the end. Uh -huh. This is one of the things that Republicans who oppose giving aid to Ukraine bring up occasionally that, well, bring up often is that the uh, 
Ukrainians are suppressing religion in their country by uh, uh, suppressing the yeah. the church there, which is really just a propaganda wing of Russia. But, and they're, they're but it's it's every no go ahead go ahead thank you. and also that's a big reason I believe why people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and a lot of Republicans are really on Putin's side because Putin wants what they want, which is a basically a white nationalist society. And whereas, you know, a lot of Republicans, uh, certainly Marjorie Taylor Greene, would have the evangelical uh, Protestants on their side, so too with Putin and the Orthodox Church. They're all looking, they're all looking for supports uh, and, with the fundamental Christian. And both, both Russian Orthodox and evangelical Protestants yeah. aren't too keen on the gays, yeah. you know, so there's on gay people. Uh, no, no, also, you know, they've yeah, got yeah. a lot in common, which is scary. Right. Fundamental yeah, Christian. Yeah. And you also see it in Israel like this. I mean, Netanyahu can stay in power because of the fundamentalist Christians. Yeah, absolutely. And not Christians, yeah. but Jews. And so so the right wing has found uh, the fundamentalism on its side, and that makes them strong everywhere. Well, you know, it's funny but because... It's, um, in a way, it Sorry. In a way, it's, it, it, it's very strange because they discussed the, the Muslim all over and it, it's a religion as well. And then they have the same uh, very straight principles. And uh, what is the difference? <laughs> We'd be having a very different conversation <laughs> now if I'd have invited one of our conservative cartoonists to join <laughs> All We're right. About oh, wow. it already. Here you've got the Russian mobilization 2022, and everybody is running scared. And uh, of course, a couple of them have their pants down. And that's a beautiful drawing. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a beautiful drawing. Or, or haunting. Yeah. Because the, and of course, now uh, that's for the contract. Uh, 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 soldiers. So, so, do, so do you have to uh, draft? And the, the, no Russian yes. wants to be uh, in the military. I, this, the mobilization was their calling up people to serve in the military in Ukraine. And of course, many of the men that stood to be drafted ran out of the country as quick as they could. Yeah. Wonderful cartoon. This was hard to draw. Yeah. I hate doing crowd scenes. Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every now and then you need to. Here you've got an evil looking uh, Putin holding uh, a broken, bloody... Uh, plug the ukraine strangler of course he's he's uh blowing up all of the electrical generation facilities in oh, ukraine yes. he the tried to very nice to yep. strangle uh, yep. ukraine but beautiful use of problem. light in all your cartoon you beautiful. i just oh, thank you your use of light yeah, thank you looking good here's the putin brigade 2023 you've okay. got uh, them all lined up and they all have one amputated leg um <laughs> They are uh, they are both hampered and injured. What did you have in mind on this one? Just that the whole arm is is hampered and 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 almost one leg. I rubbed the bullets away, and it's like at first it takes you a few extra seconds to really gather all yeah, the legs. Yeah, at first great. I thought they're standing in a certain. Yeah. Um, I have a question about the zillies because we've all used them, and of course in in photographs tanks and things, you see the Z. But I don't think average readers in the U.S. really have associated that Z with the, the Russian, as kind of the, the Russian emblem in this war. 
Is is it different in right. Europe? Does everybody associate the Z with the the Russian as sort of the Russian emblem of the war? I, I think so. I guess so. Yeah, because there are a lot of images and, and photographs and, and, and also on television and all tanks. The rollers, especially in the beginning, were all made up with with a Z. So I think that that won't be a problem. But in, I, I'm not sure, but I think that the Z doesn't even exist in Russian mm. Cyrillic. Oh no, well, I, I'm not sure. No, but that, I, I, I think yeah. you're right. I, I I read somewhere about what the origin yeah. of it is, but I forget. Okay, yeah. let's let's keep it so. So you here you have uh, shirtless Putin in a broken Russian Z marked tank, a star of Ukraine in the sky. It looks like the star is peeing from space onto yeah. Putin's head. I got that right. The star is peeing on his head. Yes, more or less. Yeah. But it's around <laughs> Christmas. Epiphany, <laughs> I think, uh, in skulls in America. And uh, I think in, in, in Russia, it, it, it's a big thing that, that this feast. But this time, it followed the star, it was always uh, said. Well, very good. So, Taylor, we're moving on to you. We've got a great batch of cartoons from you. Here is Putin at his very long table. And here's the other end of the table. Two of his generals. Yeah. One of them says, do we tell him the truth? The other one says, you first. The, but was this published in one page? No, in, in, did well, you wait I don't, a day I don't before know what you... News, this, was, second, right, this was published in Hoover Digest, which is the political economics journal of the Hoover Institution based at Stanford University. Well, we're not always on the same side politically, but uh, they've been great to me, and I've been doing stuff for them for 25 years now. And uh, I've done a lot of Putin uh, over for them, you know, uh, o over those two decades. No, but I mean, oh. when I saw the first cartoon, I thought, what's the point in this? <laughs> oh, well, that's because... So I wondered, yeah. did you wait a day before you published the second cartoon? Or? So I wondered, did you wait before you? <laughs> well, actually, the um, well, no, no, no. Uh, that uh, the uh, the digest is a. It's like a. It's it's a small and physically it's a small journal kind of and and uh, there's all these articles in it, and uh, that was on one page. You turn the page and then you see the other half. Uh, okay. Probably you had to you had to turn the page. That's fun. But it's it's nice. It's nice to have uh, the the. Uh, to have it uh, prolonged a little less. Or pay, or face, or pay to, to, get, to get to the point. So here you've got Putin and President Trump, and Putin is doing his war dance, and he says, a fig moron, but a useful one. And Trump is thinking, no collusion, no collusion. This was uh, back in the collusion with Russia days of, of Trump. But that's just a very funny cartoon, Taylor. I don't know. Well, well thank you, Darrell. I don't know that anybody published it. <laughs> point, the, point the legs there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he works out. <laughs> he really does. Very good. Beautiful cartoon. You, you, you draw them for yourself as well? I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, well I just, I, 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 a lot of the things I do for Kegel cartoons are just for Kegel cartoons. Others, again, have been okay. Hoover, Hoover Digest and others. Uh, well, I'm no longer working with El Nuevo Dia in Puerto Rico. But there were a lot of cartoons then as well. So, but some of these, this one was probably done just for, for Kegel. 
I love your okay. your Trump picture too, Taylor. I, I love. I'm a fan of the profile Trump when he's yeah. in cartoons. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. I've got a big Taylor Trump hanging in my living room. Yeah, well. So, Taylor, here you've got your Pussy Riot, and you have translated uh, Russian Cyrillic uh, naughty words in a few of your cartoons, including this one. Uh, well, this is the, well, I, unless, well, that just says, well, then that, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's a dirty word, I suppose. And, yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> uh, I've taken an interest in the, the, the orthodox side of it. And of course, Pussy Riot, they were also, uh, uh, you know, they were uh, very, critical of the Russian Orthodox Church as well. But uh, uh, of course, they're broken up. The, 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 the brown-eyed woman there in the yellow, uh, she lives in LA now. I don't know what the others, they, of course they were in jail briefly, but she's the one, if you see them interviewed on TV in the US, see one, it'll, it'll be her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was fun, it was, this was fun to do. And they, they still perform, don't they? I don't know. Well, she's doing something with theater out yeah, here. Yeah, I've seen them on, on I've seen them on Dutch television. Oh, okay, well, and uh, I guess I, I don't know if it's the full uh, Pussy Riot, but they were performing and they were singing new songs. And their histories are so intertwined. So, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, the, the metaphor with the pay the message in the actual painting of uh, Saturn being threatened, his power being threatened, so eating his own, and that sort of cannibalism. I thought it was a great, great way to capture the the brutality going. Um, Adam, did your, I mean, did editors, did your editor or editors know, know that painting? Um, well, I, I, this one, like a lot of my cartoons that reference things, I will send a screenshot sometimes <laughs> of what I'm referencing. Um, they, just so you know, there's a layer in this card. This is why I'm using it for, um, often they'll, they'll already know that, but some, this one, I don't think they did. I'm a, I'm a fan of fine art and not everybody is. I think it's a, image is famous. And I'm actually, I'm also, yeah. that my, my paper runs in, cartoons run in black and white in my newspaper, color online. But mm -hmm. I think because it's black and white, I could get away with this. Blood in color in my new, in the newsprint, I think they'd be much more sensitive to with red. Um, so it's kind of like a silver lining for my black and white print. Adam, <laughs> may, Adam, may I ask you, may yes. I ask you something? Yes. Um, I like to think of ourselves as uh, columnists with other means, you know, mm -hmm. we draw, we don't write. That's right. People who write, columnists who write, do they have to also in advance tell the editors what they are going to write about and in what way, in what way they will do it? Uh, I think it's, it, for at least for the book for me, it's similar where um, I'll give them a sketch. Um, and sometimes it'll be the finished product, but I just show them and they have the final say And the same with columnists. They will, a columnist will, if they write to finish, they don't give them a heads up. The editor still has the right to edit it or not run it. Um, and it doesn't happen often, but usually it's a relationship where they're like, give them a heads up, which is I'm writing a column for Sunday on top. Mm -hmm. And then once the draft mm -hmm. is in, in the system, the editors may a, you know, you, we have to pare it down. Um, I don't, it depends on the, on the columnist. Some columnists are given more freedom than others. And for me, they don't, they don't edit details. They don't, um, they, they just want to see it ahead of time. I don't get any real pushback other than every once, every couple of years, if it's a sub related to the Catholic church or rape or, or death, if they're sensitive to the image, 
And Ukraine is far enough away, I think, where they give me leeway. If it's something that Buffalo, there's a tragedy, they're a little sensitive to the families that may see it. And they may give me some pushback, but it's every couple of years, most really. Uh, this is a lovely cartoon, Adam. You've got the very long Putin conference table and uh, Putin's looking way far away at the world on the I other love, side. I really of the love this one. Thank you. And you yeah, have I've, wolf. You have wolf feet on his chair. That's right. What <laughs> you got? A little detail. I'm glad you noticed that. You got to add some little. We used to try to this as well. Though. You know, sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I can say sometimes I my, my definition of an editor, editorial cartoonist is someone who's not talented enough to be a fine illustrator, is not smart enough to be a serious journalist, and is not funny enough to be a stand-up comedian. But you put them all together and you come up with their own thing. That's, that's kind of a harsh definition, Taylor. You're a beautiful <laughs> illustrator. Biggest backhanded compliment I've ever done. You have to be a preacher as well. Okay, here you've got a very bloody cartoon with a Russian bear caught in a trap and he's bleeding out Ukraine. Similar to the, the first cartoon you showed with stuck in the gear, the gears of Ukraine. It just, that little bleed, um, which is the way to win in this kind of war. Okay, thank you so much for being here. Thanks uh, to Yost, to you, to Taylor, and to Adam. We appreciate your being here for the Cast. Remember that the Cast is in both audio and video formats. You didn't get the video version. <laughs> you can see that on Cast or Kegel.com or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and it's all so cool and you just got to see it. You should remember to subscribe to the Cast. Subscribe to the Cast, And gentlemen, it was wonderful having you all here. And uh, we'll invite you back. Thank it's you. a lot of fun.